perspective. Um, so first, I did uh, read up a little bit about you and your involvement with the State Farm Arena. Um, but could you just give me a little bit, uh, kind of the bullet points of of your specific involvement in the world's semifinals at State Farm Arena this year? Sure. So my, my responsibility for the arena is to program the building. So um, so we work diligently to to make sure we have a robust event mix. Um, and, you know, the concerts and the sporting events. And, and we just try to look at and see, well, how do you grow? What's, what's the new thing? How do you grow your event mix? Because at the end of the day, in a perfect world, there's 365 days in the year. We'd like to have 365 events. Um, so, so I've been talking to, to lots of people about esports because it's it's growing so much, and there's you know, what is that, hundred millions of people are watching it through Twitch and whatever. <laughs> so there's definitely a fan base. Um, in the timing, a lot of these championships are you know like when our basketball season starts. So it's it's kind of been a challenge early on, but we we took a look um, this year and were able to work with our teams and, and work on some of the dates and it, it worked out to where we had the dates that were available. Um, okay. And, and so, so what, what I did was I was able to, to work with bright games as well as, um, you know, some other folks to, to get this event done. And then I worked with our events team and our ops team to make sure it ran as smoothly as possible. So. Gotcha. Um, just out of curiosity, how familiar were you with esports prior to this event? Have you had any exposure? Not really. I mean, the only other than talking to people and knowing that it's something I wanted to learn about because I think it's an event that works in buildings in a building such as ours. Um, so, so it was something that you know that we you know have always been been looking at and wanted to you know wanted to host one. And, and now after hosting our first one, I'm, I'm hooked. I mean, like we were talking about a minute ago, the, um, you know, the, the enthusiasm of the, the fans, the, the knowledge of the game that they have, it's, it was just so much fun listening and, and how, how into it they all were. So um, didn't have a whole lot of knowledge. It's kind of interesting. Our first event is basically the Super Bowl of, of esports, I'm told. So I know yep. we started off with the bang. So, um, but yeah, we we're very interested in this being part of our annual event. That's great. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear that. It's always exciting. Um, whether you're interested in esports or or any other more kind of niche community that is growing, it's always nice to get that feedback from someone as they get exposed their first time to the community and to the competition and and just kind of get that positive reinforcement of yeah this this is something that's enjoyable and exciting and and we're always looking forward to the future with it um so now that we now that we've had the event over the weekend um today is wednesday november 2nd so we've had a few days to kind of uh, move past it, or I don't know exactly where you and your team are with it, how quick that turnaround is, but how do you feel like the event went uh, from the different perspectives of of your side from the State Farm Arena? I thought it went fabulous. It went great. I mean, the, the, good, the good thing about, um, you know, having two days is that, you know, if we were able to, to adjust a little bit of things. One of the things that I learned um, was how early fans come. I think we got them in the doors very well, but obviously knowing, learning from day one to day two, um, 
you know, obviously we got smarter and I think we, you know, but I think all in all the event went really, really well. Great. Did, were, did you run into any unexpected challenges? Uh, I, I imagine there are certain things that are done differently for something like an esports event as compared to a basketball game or a concert. Uh, was there anything that kind of was unexpected or that you felt maybe was a learning experience? There was nothing unexpected, but one of the things that's interesting is you basically have three to four halftimes or intermissions. So, you know, we, we for a basketball game, you you gear up for halftime. People are going to come out on the concourse. You, they're going to want to get food and beverage. They're going to want to get merchandise, and you get them in and out as quick as possible. And, and for this event, you basically had four of those. Every time there was a game was over, then they would come up and, and do that. So that was, I think we handled it pretty well, but that was one of the things that's unique about some other events that we yeah, I guess I, I never really thought of it that way. Um, uh, on that same point, was there anything unusual about not knowing how long the event might last? Because in esports, there is kind of a variance in how long the event overall is going to last on a day. Not, not really. I mean, we knew we knew a, a window so we could tell the staff and we could plan accordingly. If it goes to only the three games, then it would be here. Um, so, it, you know, so that really was not an issue. The, the, the challenge was just making sure where you were prepared for the times when lots of the where all the fans came out on the concourse and wanted to, to get food or, or merchandise as quickly as possible. So and, and the fans were incredible. I mean, they were they were you know, they were enthusiastic about the event, but plus they were just there to have a good time. And it, it, was, a, it was a great crowd. The other thing that's unique is probably a lot of these people that were here were probably not going to So it gave us another opportunity to show off in this facility. And also, you know, we, we fan experience. So it gave us an opportunity to have new fans that we show how important our, we, we, we still fans are. Gotcha. Yeah, my uh, my only kind of qualm with the event, if I had to pick something and be a little nitpicky, was when I was walking around the area kind of leading into Saturday and then throughout the weekend was I noticed there wasn't really a whole lot of uh, signage or, uh, for lack of a better term, pageantry around the arena kind of signaling that this event was taking place. Uh, of course, the Skyview Atlanta Ferris wheel was was a really cool touch. I'm not sure if you were involved with that at all, but um, there's this big Ferris wheel for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, kind of in the middle of downtown, and it had this big LED World's logo at the center of it. And But beyond that, that was really the only indication that I saw that the event was taking place. I even kind of watched as the, the little front, screen um in front of the arena cycled through the different um partnerships and upcoming events but i didn't really see too many banners or any kind of signage was was that something that was conscious or was that something that would fall within your purview um do you did you would you agree that maybe there yeah, could have we, been more of that we we focused on on the experience inside inside the bowl. I mean that was our main focus, making sure when people came in that they felt like and knew they were at a world championship. Um, 
and I know outside of the bowl, I know the the riot games worked with the city. I know that there was, I think we did the first ever tailgate party in the park. Mm-hmm. I've never done that with League of Legends. So, um, so, but we, we were not involved in that part of it. Um, okay. But, but yeah, but, I, but that's, but that's a, that's great con, um, constructive criticism or, you know, that, that going forward, you know, maybe that that's exactly what we could do more. So I, I take that as a, I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. It was just one of those, one of those things I noticed, um, you know, yeah. I was kind of talking to some of the fans um, as media, we go through a different entrance. So I was kind of trying to think from a fan's perspective, you know, which entrance are we using? Where's the tickets? Where's the merch, this kind of thing. And, and then just kind of the feeling of this event is happening in, in the area for someone who might not be familiar or expecting um, something other than a basketball game or a concert being there. But anyway, I, I just figured I'd ask that. Um, and then kind of last, just wrapping this up, do you, would you consider State Farm Arena to host esports events in the future? And um, what, what does that kind of look like as you move forward? Absolutely. I mean, we're in conversations now about, you know, different, different games and so forth, but we, we've got the bug now. We, it's something we've always knew that we, it's something we wanted to do, but now that we've done it and um, it's, we, we are going to continue to be aggressive on trying to get the next best, you know, the next events. I, I know that, you know, I think the League of Legends moves around the world, so mm-hmm. I don't know when it will be available to us again, but I can I'll be having conversations um, because it was a great event. Our, my staff loved it. Our, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it, you will see more events, more esports events in our facility. Awesome. Well, Trey, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, everybody. This is Trey Fizell, the EVP. Um, what was your specific title? EVP of Air Arena Programming. For State Farm Arena, uh, they just wrapped up hosting the League of Legends World Championship semifinals in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so again, thank you so much for taking the time. We look forward to seeing more from the future. And uh, for everybody, you can go to thegamehouse.com to check out more articles and interviews. I'm Thomas Baker.